literally thought it was tr- a huge truck driving by. And, like, the whole house just, sh- like, shook. And I was like, oh, that's weird. And I look outside and there's, like, no truck. And, like, I didn't think anything of it. And then my brother posted a status. Did you feel that earthquake? Like, an hour later. And I, where I didn't see it until an hour later. And I was like, oh, my God, that makes so much sense. And he was in New London when I was in Niantic. So I was like, oh, clearly that was the earthquake. You know what's weird? This is very weird because I've never seen this before. What? I've got subtitles. (laughs) Wait, on our... Yeah. Do you have subtitles? I have subtitles. No. I've never seen that before. Keith, did you do that? Yeah. Just now? No. Oh, I'm looking at it. I'm like, wait, I got subtitles. I feel like I need to, like... Is that for the hearing impaired, or, I mean, what's that? Fix my chair, because I'm so tiny. I'm going to lift myself up into view. Um, also, since the last time we were on, Connecticut has rolled back to phase 2.1. Yeah, which we should have done, like, as soon as we started getting back into the red, and then they were like, well, I think some towns, you know, if you're in the red, you can choose if you want to go back to 2 but it's just up to you. But, like, why wouldn't you just across the board make a decision? Like, he, he should have done this. And it's it's kind of the same thing with schools. Yeah. Um, we're going to go to school two weeks. Then we're going to close for two weeks. We're going to go back for a week. Then we're going to close another two weeks. Um, pick one. Yeah, right. Yeah, stick I with it. Pick one. I, it's it's ridiculous. Um, let's see. What else happened? Oh, yeah, that's right. Um we possibly have a new president? We may have. You know, the pedophile. I mean, um, the vice president. <laughs> was that was that my outside voice? That was your outside um, voice. <laughs> yeah, he may have been elected. We'll find out in December. Biden. Biden says it's an embarrassment that Trump won't concede with transition underway. I mean, yeah. Well, let me let me let me uh, give you a history lesson here. Let's go back to oh, I don't know, two thousand. In the year 2000, the media gave the election to Al Gore by a large margin. Well, they recounted and looked at everything, and guess what? We never had a President Al Gore, did we? No, no, we That is not. correct. Uh, George Bush ended up getting the uh, presidency. So anything's possible. Yeah, I mean, and don't they have time to, like, change their mind and and all that fun stuff? Change their mind? Well, I mean, not change their mind, but um, <laughs> the uh, the electoral, like, they can actually change. No. Are you, I, I'm pretty sure that they can actually change their vote. No. I don't think so. Okay, I could be wrong. And once it, once the election's done, no, um, you mean, can you can do the you can recount yeah, and no, do I know all that. of that. You can't change your vote. I thought I read someone not not you changing their vote. I thought it was like the electoral people. No, the electoral is based off of people who vote in that state. So it's not like they can just you know what I mean? No. But but here we go. Now what I'm supposed to be doing right now is crawling into a corner, screaming, yelling, not my president, wearing a vagina hat, um, calling him 46, 
basically all the stuff the Democrats did when when Trump got elected. Do you know what? Not going to do it. Not going to do it. It's. Hey, he's the president. Yeah. Well, I mean, if he's the president, you know, respect and. You don't have to like him. Right. Respect him. But my point was, you're not going to see people doing the same thing that you saw them doing when Trump got elected. Oh, uh, that was the the safe space, the crying, the screaming, the not my president, calling him 45 instead of President Trump. Um, I you have people from both sides that will do it, so I think you will. But I don't think we will. I don't think you're going to see the immaturity and total disrespect that you saw four years ago. I mean, I'm sure there'll still be some out yeah, there. there. There definitely will be. But it won't be like what happened back in uh, 2016. I think it's funny. I saw a meme that someone, or it wasn't even a meme, it was just a post on Facebook that said, like, oh, I'm not going to post. Um, no, Now watch how I don't fly a, a flag in my yard like a creep. Like, like they were like mocking people that were flying Trump flags. But it's funny because I see both Trump flags and Biden flags. So it's just funny to see the hypocrisy of people. Because I am right in the middle. Um, it's funny to see people on both sides just bash each other for doing the same exact thing. So... You're going to yeah. have people on one side that agree. You're going to have people on the other side that d- agree or don't agree. And they're going to just like, you have hardcore people that are like, yeah, Biden. You have hardcore people that are like, yeah, Trump. And they're just not going to see eye to eye no matter what. And it doesn't matter. And I just, I hate the division. I'm just, I'm, I'm very angry that Betty White did not get elected. Yeah. That's 2020's fault. And Jay Money, he Jay Money, she just brought up the the kind of along the same point is the whole he got elected, get over it. Yeah. And um, we'll see. I don't think you'll see a lot of that because you're not seeing the people acting ridiculous that like you did when when Trump won. I mean, there were literally people out in the middle of the street on their knees screaming. And that's when they came up with the whole safe space thing. Mm. I, we'll see. We'll see. One thing that needs to change is the division in this country. Yeah. Absolutely needs. Um. <laughs> oh, no. I feel like you just put a curse on Betty White. Oh, Jay. Oh. Jocelyn. Everyone, take a quick second. Knock on wood for I Betty White. I wanted Betty White or Sean Connery for president. <laughs> Oh, God. Uh, what is it? Betty White's like 92? She's up there. I don't know. I thought maybe even 94. I don't know. Wow. But um, another thing, and again, this is just my opinion, and it's funny because I talked to Jocelyn about this. I think the time has finally come to get rid of the two-party system. Yeah. Come on. We can do better than that. You get the, the, the top... 10 most qualified people to run for president you look at what they've done and go from there 
The other thing I want to see is term limits because, like Biden, Biden hasn't done a damn thing in 47 years except that crime bill. And now they expect him to do something all of a sudden. Do you mean term limits as in any, like, elaborate on that? Because, I mean, he hasn't been president so politics, he technically wouldn't politics are not meant to be a career if you're spending 47 years in the senate that's way too long the policies that were good 47 years ago they're not they're not going to work and i mean that's that's democrats republicans independents whatever we need to set term limits. The president has term limits. And, I mean, let's face it. The president doesn't run the country. Right. I mean, yeah. The Senate runs the country. Right. Um, and if you get the same people in the Senate for 40 to 50 years, it's, uh, it's not going to change. Yeah. I don't know. No, I get I can I, get that sentiment. And then I mean like look at Connecticut. We have two of the most ridiculously useless senators ever. You got Vietnam Dick who was talking about his time in Vietnam only to find out he was never in Vietnam. And then Chris Murphy who basically just talks in circles and jumps on every tragedy. And never accomplishes anything. And Connecticut is a democratic state. So if there was actually a policy or something that would have, would benefit Connecticut, I'm sure Connecticut would be all on board. But there's not. Right. So what did Jay Money say? Sorry, Sean. And now Alex Trebek. We can't have her go to. It was bad enough. With, oh, yeah. Yep. And that's right. Um, did Ginsburg die? No. After the, our last no, show? No, no, no. Okay. I don't think so. I, I couldn't remember. No. I don't think so. So, I got a phone call the other day after the earthquake. And uh, I'm not going to mention any names. But this person called me up. He goes, hey, did you feel that? <laughs> I said, yeah. He goes, yeah, that was the mayor's balls rolling back into town. <laughs> I friggin' lost it. I was <laughs> they're they're still on that, and uh, yeah, it's pretty funny. But it wasn't the mayor's balls because he still doesn't have any. He um, you're too much. He's been MIA, and then when he does pop up, it's it's usually not anything good, you know, like to falsely accuse somebody of spreading COVID. When, in fact, they were all exposed somewhere else. Doesn't that kind of violate HIPAA as well? Um, No, because he actually never mentioned the person's name. Oh, okay. His comment was that a volunteer contracted COVID and spread it to the career staff. Is this the New London? No, this was... Yeah, New London's got it. Well, I was going to say, New London's got it. Oh, okay. And what everybody thinks is that when we had that big fire at the scrapyard that we were all at um that that's where they all got exposed and 
I mean, the, the the TV news got involved, the newspaper got involved, and yeah, it was just, it was a big shit show. Shit show is one of my favorite words. I thought it's it was. Side, a, it's a side note. I, I honestly thought it was a gutless move by the mayor to to say something like that. And now you want to talk about dividing people. He does a good job of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's he's basically been in hiding since the whole COVID thing. You don't hear from him. It's pointless. Pointless. Another thing that happened was Halloween. Yeah. Did you do anything for Halloween? No. Me neither. No. I had uh, I had the kids on Halloween. And normally on Halloween, we don't get a lot of people. My, so neither do we. we didn't buy a lot of candy. Not the case this year. Of course, the one year you don't buy candy. Because all the parents are bringing the kids out in cars, driving around, looking for houses with the lights on. And uh, we actually ran out of candy this year. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. I was in isolation after going to a wedding, so I I, I wasn't going to say anything. Oh, I don't care. That's... I, I was in. I, that's uh, part of the reason why we didn't have the show. Was I chose to go to a wedding? What? Why are you laughing? Oh, the comment. I just saw anybody's yeah. comment. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I was just doing my duty. Uh, not saying I came in contact with anyone, but I went to a wedding. Love this family dearly, but it was up to the people whether they wanted to wear a mask or not, and most people didn't want to wear a mask, which. That's fine, but I just wanted to keep the people I love safe, so I isolated myself, and yeah. I saw a funny TikTok video, and uh, <laughs> if I wasn't going to get arrested, I'd try it. Oh, God. And uh, <laughs> it was a mask thing, and this woman went to, place, went, went to a store where people weren't wearing a mask and every time they came over to try to talk to her she sprayed him with Lysol oh god (laughs) it was pretty funny you know what I was really pissed about so I frequent the Niantic boardwalk a lot okay um for those of you that play Pokemon Go that's a nice area to catch Pokemon while also enjoying the views of the beach and taking in the sound and you know, sound like the sound um, noises, <laughs> like the actual Long Island sound. Yeah, <laughs> but um, it, there is enough space where if one person walks on one side and one person walks on the other side, you're mm-hmm. six feet apart. If you you can wear your mask, but. Guidelines say if you can remain six feet apart, you don't need to wear a mask, especially if you're outside. Correct. Jeff and I frequently walk on the boardwalk. And if we if there are people coming on the other side, we will single file where um, uh, I'll go right behind him so that we can remain six feet. You know, Mm -hmm. we're not like two people and two people. Does that make sense? So two times. Um, the, this was probably back in like June or July, we're walking 
And this one guy just, like, we're walking, we, we did our thing, and this guy just turns around and just says expletives. He's like, it's, I don't want to say the words, but he's like, it's effers like you that um, are going to kill us because you don't give a F about us. And I just was like, whoa, like, literally, I, I just went behind him so that we could be even further apart and we're outside and in my mind I was just like so mad because I'm like you don't even know me you don't know I'm so nice to everyone and I care about everyone and then this guy just like called like just rudely is like and I'm just thinking to myself if you're that concerned about it then don't be outside like, did, did you say anything to him? No, I'm not a confrontational person. I am. Um, Jeff turned around and said, "Yeah, we don't care about you." Like, just, but I, I'm not that person. But then, this past week, we were walking and we're um, again same place, same place, okay. but we're in a different part. Mm-hmm. Um, under where the there's like um under the train tracks or something. Where you walk under like this bridge that's kind yep. of like the entrance to the boardwalk. Mm-hmm. Um, we're walking under there. Clearly, there's more than six feet there. Um, we're not wearing masks because we're outside and we're not near anybody. This older couple walks under the bridge. We're on the right side of the bridge. They're on the left side of the bridge. She's she's wearing a mask. And she goes like this. <coughs> like the most fake cough I've ever heard in my life. And I'm also thinking to myself, let's for two seconds, if you had COVID, would you be a dick and purposely give it to someone just because they weren't wearing a mask? I always wear a mask when I'm inside. I always wear a mask if I can't be more than six feet apart from someone. Mm -hmm. I respect that. I just think that was such a dick move. And I was really pissed off. Like... Why do people have to be like that? I guess maybe that would have been my beer. <laughs> I see it all the time. I really do see it all the time. Um, and again, you can blame one person or another for all this divisiveness. I just think people's true colors are coming out. Absolutely. Um, I've seen some very some incredibly rude and obnoxious people. And that is, like, not me at all. Like, I... They, they obviously don't know who your mother is. <laughs> no, right? Right? If you only knew who my mother was. <laughs> mm-hmm. Ugh. There's just... Yeah, Tammy, exactly. Too many ignorant people out there. Yep. Like you, And, and that just bother, boggles my mind in general. There's just so many ignorant people out there. You don't know what, like, people's battles are. You don't know what people are even thinking about in the moment that you say something. Someone could be having a bad day, and which I understand could be a reason why somebody does what they do. I like, think I just posted that on Facebook. Having a bad day. I mean, you probably did. But... You don't know what people are going through. And mm-hmm. just one thing that you do could just send them over the edge. And I always fear that I would say something and I would never, ever, ever, ever forgive myself if something I said put someone over the edge. Now, I understand that there are people that will go over the edge for things that you say that aren't sh- shouldn't even be, like, you know, misconstrued. Like, you say, like, hi, and... 
someone's like, well, she said hi to me. I'm going to jump off a bridge. You can't help that. But I'm saying, like, if you do something horrible or say something like go kill yourself, someone may actually go kill themselves. And you're a horrible person. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Well, you know how I spent my night last night? Yeah. I saw that. I was watching your live, which was sad. The, um... I only kept the live on for a little bit. I didn't want to risk... Too much out risk there. Risk being on live when they located the body. Um, and it was probably... Oh, I don't know, 30 minutes after I had uh, gotten off of the live when they finally found the body. And um, one thing that I was really appreciative of was Norwich PD came up to us because they had seen the kids outside earlier and um, wanted to make sure that uh, the kids weren't there because they were going to bring, they had to bring the body up and literally sit it next to my niece's house. And um, they, uh, kids, we had, we had, as soon as I heard on the radio, over the radio that they had located the body, um, they made the kids go in the house, and then they brought the body up. They uh, pronounced them right there, and then brought the body over, and it was literally right next to my niece's house until the uh, the coroner's office could get down there. But yeah, it was a it was a sad night. So let's talk about good things now. Good things. So, speaking of Halloween, you guys every year have that uh, the investigations at the Leffingwell House. Were yep. you there this year? I was there on Friday night. Okay, so how'd that go? I'm extremely sad because this is the first year out of three or four years that I've missed it because I've done it twice, and I think I missed one year. Maybe. So what we do is we do a fundraiser event around Halloween. And uh, we bring people and they buy tickets. They come to the Leffingwell Inn Museum in Norwich. And for those of you that don't know about the Leffingwell Inn, um, it's one of the uh, oldest taverns in the country. It was uh, one of the areas that the Colonials met during the uh, Revolutionary War. There was a lot of people in there from Sam Adams to George Washington, uh, the Leffingwells. There was just a lot of people have passed through that you know, in planning and carrying out the Revolutionary War. Benedict Arnold was also when he Benedict Arnold actually lived a few houses down, and um, he frequented it quite a bit before he became a trader. And you know we know how that goes. <laughs> um, so we've been investigating that place for years, and it's always <clears throat> a hotbed of paranormal activity. This Friday night, the, well, the Friday night before. Um, Halloween, the 30th. Things were going absolutely insane in there. It was probably uh, Dave Phillips and I were, were the two lead investigators. We have never, ever encountered that much activity inside that house. 
Now, was this with um, a group or was it just you guys? Like, it was with every group that came in. That oh night. wow, nice. There was um, there's a young girl named Hannah, whose <laughs> whose spirit is inside that house. Now, Hannah died back in the 1700s from consumption or tuberculosis. And I don't I want to say she's 9 or she was 9. Um That just got loud. Yeah, I was just I, It's it's better. I mean, I can hear out of both ears. And um <laughs> Hannah likes to interact with people as you've seen. Yes, I've personally seen that, guys. She interacted more on this night than I've ever, ever seen. There was this one group. Um, there were some young girls in it. And by young girls, I mean maybe early 20s. And uh, they were all in there. We were in the, um, I guess we call it the day room. It's uh, we haven't investigated in that room before, but it's the one where the chairs are, where they. When you first they, walk in to the right. To the left, not the tavern. Oh, where the, Snow does her reading. Yes. Okay. Yes. Well, she didn't do them there this year. She had them over in the other room. So we decided we were going to do it, and the girls started singing. The girls or Hannah. The girls. Oh, okay. Oh, my they God. Like, I would have been so freaked out. Well, they were like this, singing lullabies to her, and the REM pod went absolutely nuts. Oh, my God. Now, a REM pod, the only way for the REM pod to go up is energy has to go over the top of it. So, it's in the middle of the room, and we're not close to it. The chairs were in a circle. They're over there singing lullabies, and the thing is just going nuts. And uh, they would ask Hannah questions, and you know, yes or no questions. If if it's this, make it light up. If it's no, make that light up. And it, it was incredible. Wow, absolutely incredible. Um, and they did also catch on film a shadow figure up in the upstairs bedroom. That was literally walking past the window. So this was definitely a very, very productive investigation. And what we do at this investigation is we let the people that come in use the equipment. We teach them how to use the equipment, and we basically let them be the investigators. And they love it. It's, it's, it's a great time. It really is a great time, and I've I've done it twice now, and it's I always have fun. And for someone who like it, I would say for anybody that's like teetering on like whether you believe or not believe, or if you're one of those people who like me was like, oh well, I won't believe it until I see it, kind of thing. Like that is like the perfect thing to do. A, I mean, I think tickets were twenty five dollars. Which, who can say that they've been on a paranormal investigation for $25? And it's for charity. So, right? It was for charity? Or no? Uh, half the profits go to the Leffingwell Museum. Oh, okay. So, you know, for history, I guess. <laughs> um, and, like, even, 
I think the second time I went, we didn't really get um, much. Like, it was kind of a quiet night. Mm-hmm. But the first, just to see the different equipment, uh, how an investigation takes place, whether or not anything actually comes up, is so fascinating. Like, it's, it's did you, really... Did you get your hair pulled or touched uh, or... My mom got her hair tugged. I kind of faintly got touched on my leg upstairs. And then downstairs, my hand was definitely... Like, I said, okay, you can touch my hand. And it was like... That was Hannah. That was Hannah, yeah. I don't know what it was upstairs. I think Hannah kind of tugged at my mom's hair that same night downstairs. Or coming up the stairs from downstairs. Um... And see, the one thing about that is, and, and why we do it there, is we know that what's in there is not, it's not, it's not bad. Evil, yeah. malignant, or whatever. I was going to say malevolent. I trip up malignant. on that word all isn't the that time. A, um, that's cancer. That's a cancer. I was going to say, isn't that cancer? <laughs> it's not malevolent. It's, it's definitely not malignant. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's, you're going to get an experience and nothing's going to follow you home. Nothing's going to um, hurt you. I did ask you about that, too. I was like, is this going to be like... I actually was afraid to drink alcohol because I went out to dinner before. And I was afraid to drink alcohol because I was like, well, don't they like... You know, can't spirits like tell when you're not mm-hmm. you and then latch on to that? So I was so afraid to drink alcohol before I did that. And but we take all kinds of precautions and everything, too. So Yeah. I mean, I still don't recommend drinking alcohol, but still, I like that. That's that was another point I was going to bring up is that it was good because I knew that, like, if they've done this there like zillions of times, like, there's no way that this could like follow me home or something because I was super paranoid about that too, regardless of me not knowing whether I believed it or not. So, yeah, it was it was a fun time. So you had Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, or just Friday, Saturday. Uh, so Jocelyn says that she promises not to follow anyone home either unless Reese's are involved. Hundred percent, hundred percent. We uh, we did it on Friday and Saturday. Okay, and you and did like three different like what eight or nine, ten, and eleven or something like that. Um, yeah, we did different groups, and uh, I believe each group had like an hour and a half, hour and fifteen minutes. So you know they went from room to room and got a different different view in each room and it was really good it yeah. was really good um saturday i wasn't there halloween night yeah because you had the and uh they didn't get anything really not a thing i mean with the second time i went we didn't really get anything either but i mean still to just you know again see the equipment i mean if you're especially for someone who hasn't been like if it's a first time thing I mean, yeah, it's cool to, like, see something your first time, but just the equipment and just seeing how a team works and even just getting the history of the house because you do get some history. Um, is it Dave's daughter? Um, is it Alexis. Alexis? I mm-hmm. think so, yeah. I think she's very good knowledge of not only the house itself but the spirits that are there and their history and their stories yeah dave and lexi they both they work at the house they're uh oh, docents, okay. so that makes sense then they're very knowledgeable just to listen to them talk was worth it so and i'll tell you the the, 
before this Saturday, or before that Friday, uh, the most activity I saw was when they were doing the thing to, I don't want to say honor, but they were doing a program for Benedict Arnold. Oh. And they had a big picture of Benedict Arnold and all this stuff of his. Um, and here in the area, they do this this huge thing where I believe the mayor of New London, they transport his leg from New London to the left. He had a wooden leg. Oh, I was like, he lost. Excuse yeah, me. He lost his leg in the Revolutionary War. Um, it got infected. He lost it. Is it legit? And, his wooden leg? Like, no, is it okay? No. That would be so messed up. Yes. So messed up. Jay, Jay Money's <laughs> picking on me. Um, so, yeah. I mean, if we don't know the history of Benedict Arnold, and I don't know what to tell you. but um, Go to school. It, 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 it did not. They did not like it. And there was a lot of activity in there that night. Wow. So. Yep. Interesting. And if you haven't seen our new um, trailer. No, I haven't. Our new trailer is on our website. Go ahead and check it out. Hopefully we'll be recording some TV episodes. Um, the trailer came out fantastic. So uh, We'll have to share that on... Uh... Go to Arrowhead Paranormal and check it out. I'll share it uh, I'll sh- actually uh, on my post on my Facebook page. For the show, I'll uh, I'll share the trailer in there. Yeah, yeah, it's really good, really good. Do you uh, plan on doing any other? Uh, I know usually usually do it twice a year, right? I know Halloween, but we, did, but we didn't really. It really wasn't COVID. I know. It, it, even the ones that we did used to do May and October, and the ones in May we really didn't get a lot of people for. Around Halloween, everybody's all amped up and ready to do it. And yeah. um, we do do a lot of private cases. Uh, Chelsea! We do a lot of private cases, uh, homes or businesses or whatever. Anything that's experiencing some kind of paranormal activity, um, we'll go, we'll investigate, and see what's going on. Do you have any other ones that you open up to the public besides Leffingwell House? Mm-mm. No? Okay. Nope. Um, last year we did a thing at Dark Manor where basically we were set up outside of Dark Manor and people came over and, you know, we showed them videos, uh, video evidence that we had collected and stuff like that. And then, uh, at the end of the night we investigated Dark Manor, but... Not with people or... They... They opened it to people, but they didn't get anybody. Oh, okay. Except for Dave, except for Dave's family, and <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I was gonna say Dark Manor is. I mean, I've never actually been to Dark Manor. It's always the line is disgusting. And packed, you know, obviously, yeah, obviously this year everything's a lot different with COVID. Yeah. And um, I don't even know how they did. I I really don't know how they did. Getting back to the investigations, a lot of people watch Ghost Hunters, mm-hmm. uh, Ghost Adventures, 
and stuff like that. What you need to realize is that 90% of the time, we don't get anything. Yeah. We, we get absolutely nothing. We can sit there all night, and it, it's not like TV. TV is for ratings. Right, and they splice down the two minutes that you get. <laughs> um, now, that brings me to Zach Baggins. I can't stand him. Total, total, total douchebag. Um, talk about overacting. <laughs> yeah, <gasps> I can see oh, that. Oh my god, I feel faint. Shut up! No, you don't. <laughs> Stop. And it's just—it's so pathetically fake. But yet, he—he he reels people in, and people are addicted to the fear. Yeah, you know things that make you jump, things that that get you scared. People are addicted to it. And I understand it. I am, too. Um, I love doing these investigations. You know, I, I've... Zach bastards. <laughs> um, I've Who gone, said that? I can't see that. Comment. Jay Money said that. Hmm, I can't see that one. I've taken... I've, I've literally taken college courses to help with the uh, paranormal investigations. My mentors were the Warrens. Um, I've taken classes with Tony Spera, who was uh, married to Ed and Lorraine's daughter. Um, we take it serious. And like Jay Money says, he he reels people in. And with the whole overacting thing. I saw that thing, comment. Um, <laughs> they went back and I guess they did the, um, the Conjuring House. They reinvestigated mm-hmm. it. And it was just ridiculous oh they did not the actual like warrens or their people well yeah yes tony and them went back and did it oh okay the uh, nespar which is the warrens group okay um they went back and did it and then probably it probably was not as crazy as the other one i haven't watched it i have to i'm gonna go and watch it i think it's on um it's on their website and i'm pretty sure it's on uh, tony's youtube channel so i'd be very interested to see what they got Compare now, and contrast. <laughs> of course, of course, <laughs> you, Zach got tons of stuff. Of course. And uh, sounds about right. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> no, I just mean like it yeah. wouldn't be TV if you know he just sat there for an hour and got nothing. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't be TV. Mm-hmm. But I have an opportunity to. Uh, investigate with a team down in Virginia if I make it down there this year and um, there's some of the most haunted buildings down there and I'm kind of looking forward to that if if I make it down there this year I don't know we'll see if uh, we'll see if scares that care is happening I heard so far uh, scares that care Wisconsin's happening I don't think I'm gonna make it out to that one but I'm gonna try and um, I'm, I'm definitely going to go to Virginia if it's still going on. Nice. So are, are they planning the investigation around Scares That Care? or? Well, I go down there for that entire week. Right. I, um, you know, the first 
three days I'm down there, I visit with some of my friends and just relax because I know from Thursday morning straight through, I'm going to be balls out. I'm going to be nonstop. Right. So uh, we do it around that. In Colonial Williamsburg, they have a uh, nighttime ghost tour, which is pretty cool. It's not an investigation. It's just you walk through the the old colonial houses and everything, and sometimes you can see stuff. It's I have a whole book on it, and uh, it's really neat. Really, I love ghost tours. I did one in Key West, and I did one in Newfoundland. Hmm. And I think I did one in Prince Edward Island. So, so neat. Again, for the history alone, it's just interesting. But um, the one in Key West had the Robert doll. I think it was the Robert doll that was... um, Robert, yeah, that's down in Florida. Yeah, but Hmm. uh, is the Robert doll now in the Warren Museum? No, 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 no. No, that's a different one? Annabelle's in the Warren's Museum. Robert is still down in Florida. Okay, yeah. Um, And the thing with Robert, now Annabelle is is taken care of, locked up. Mm -hmm. Priest comes in and blesses it once a month. Robert, not so much. Robert, you go in there and taunt him, and he, you'll die. Things happen to you. Yeah, yeah. But that used to be with Annabelle, right? I mean, I still wouldn't take that chance with anything remotely. Mm-hmm. Like they say, like they say, if you take like a rock from like somewhere, like you know, you could die or get bad luck or cursed or whatever. Yeah. No, thank you. I have no desire. No, no. Ob- objects can be haunted um, people can be haunted uh, possessed it's that's a whole nother show I can get into a whole bunch of stuff I would love Jay I show. am gonna try to get to Wisconsin and it's been rough I don't know if I can make it happen but I'm gonna try so what do you got so speaking of your paranormal team they mm-hmm. shared I don't know who runs the page um, but they shared an article that I found very, very interesting about a U.S. Um, Postal Service worker who um, works by the O'Hare International Airport in Chicago. And they spotted what they believe is Mothman. And Mothman is sort of this creature that I've heard about uh, a long time ago when I watched the show called The Lost Tapes and I always bring this up and you still haven't seen it I can't find it so they literally are The Lost Tapes but they would talk about different mythical creatures or sightings or just weird things and Mothman was featured and I it's on Amazon Prime is it? yes well, I guess they're not so lost You're anymore. Welcome. Thank you. So, anyways, Mothman has always stuck out to me ever since this show. I don't know why, but I think it's the the visual that kind of is just seared into my brain. Mm-hmm. And the other reason why I thought it was kind of a cool read was the area. Because Mothman is really known for one area and that's in West Virginia 
but he was sighted or he was spotted you know allegedly spotted in chicago but i i have a friend that is um in chicago and he lives near this one of the great lakes i don't know which one um but he says that he thinks i forget how he phrased it but it's like the devil's portal or that's what he calls he said so many strange things happen in this area so i had shared it with him and he's like i'm not surprised (laughs) but anyways so on thursday september 24th this worker was walking to her car when she saw something standing at the far end of the parking lot where she usually parks she first thought it was a very tall person with a long coat she got closer to the car she unlocked the car when she had pressed the button to unlock the car the headlights came on and the headlights hit the person standing which was between 20 and 25 feet in front of her car and the light had startled the creature and it turned around and looked right at her Mm -hmm. um she saw that this was not some person but a red-eyed creature and what appeared to be a coat was actually wings which when it spread it spread as it like turned to look at her um she thought maybe it was some sort of like large bird but obviously who's seen a bird that big before that's not like some prehistoric creature yeah like seven feet tall yeah seven feet tall um she said that she's five four and the thing looked taller than at least two feet like higher than her it started making a chirping sound like half chirping half clicking which that alone just kind of gives me the heebie-jeebies um just the clicking but um then it started making a screeching sound took off running toward her and it got within 10 feet of her and then took off into the air and flew over her and this time she was scrambling like she dove into her car and shut the door and took off and like sped out of the parking lot um her husband works at the same facility and he was the one who told her about sightings of this thing like prior but she didn't really think anything of it and then she saw it for herself and was like wow this thing has to be real um i guess um they're hoping people at the airport do something about it but like yeah exactly like what are you gonna do about it um so it's it's lake michigan um in the lake michigan mothman investigation at least 10 sightings uh have come from the airport itself in since august of last year so just over a year there's been about 10 sightings um but i guess in lake michigan Uh, The report constitutes the latest news in a string of Mothman sightings from within a few hundred mile radius surrounding Lake Michigan, including every state bordering the Great Lake. These sightings, yes, the um, the The Lake Michigan Mothman. Oh, oh, yes, of that one, yeah, Um, yeah. They be the sightings began in the spring of 2017, but there have been you know a few sightings that. You can't be explained. Explained, but um, what's the word? Like 
proven, like... Verified. Verified. Thank you. Um, so, we figured we'd kind of talk about Mothman. I, I've always kind of found it interesting, again, since that episode that I saw of The Lost Tapes. But what's surprising to me is, like I said, this Mothman prophecy comes out of West Virginia, so I think the thing that fascinates me is is there more than one is it the same one is it traveling like just just ideas i don't know but um well are they saying it's a it's it's a demon that's the thing nobody like knows so in 1966 Gravediggers working in a cemetery in West Virginia. So this is the first known spotting. So this is dating back to 1966. They spotted a strange man, um, like figure, in the tree above their heads. A few days later, two young couples from Point Pleasant, again West Virginia, mm-hmm. reported being chased by a large creature with 10-foot wings whose eyes glowed red while driving near a former military mutations munitions sorry not mutations munitions site outside town um sightings of what area newspaper dubbed the mothman continued throughout the next year oftentimes leaving witnesses with a deep sense of dread many locals believe that the mothman lived in a vacant nuclear power plant outside point pleasant perhaps the escaped product of some secret government experiment so that's one kind of theory as to how it began like how it began and then in 1967 um the horrific tragedy in point pleasant was that silver bridge which um collapsed under the weight of rush hour killing 46 people and then right after that they say that the spottings stopped so one of the things that I remember hearing about in that show was that these people thought that if they saw the Mothman, that that meant that they were going to die. Or, like, that meant that... Like, how they how they say that they experienced that deep sense of dread that other people say, like, it was bad luck. Like, it was... Meaning something terrible was going to happen. And just like that, again, in 1967 the bridge collapsed after people said that they had seen the Mothman. Um, Again, they (laughs) said it was attributed to faulty suspension and it wasn't the Mothman, obviously. But... I'm almost scared to ask. My brother said he saw a centipede man by the Thames River. You talking human centipede? I was just going to say. That was over at the prison. Oh, God. Um, So, um, in 1975, uh, John Keel wrote the book the Mothman prophecies linking the bridge collapse with the Mothman sightings. What? Add a fourth one to the list. Fourth what? Tommy Heinsohn, former Boston Celtic and uh, TV announcer, has passed away. Rip. Rest in peace. That's four in two weeks now? I mean, yeah. I'm sure there's more, but I don't want to know. Uh... The Mothman Prophecies was then <clears throat> turned into a movie in 2002 with Richard Gere and Laura Linney. And, uh, yeah. So, there's actually a festival now in Point Pleasant. And I believe there's a, um, 
a diner either in Point Pleasant or just outside Point Pleasant. Or, yeah. And a museum. Which I was looking at the museum's website. It is so cheap to go in there. So I'm, like, wondering exactly what's in there. But I'm assuming it's just, like, newspaper clippings of, like, the sightings and and all that stuff. But I don't know. The Mothman prophecy folklore whatever you want to call it has always fascinated me and then the fact that all these sightings have been in point pleasant but now in the last couple years they're being it's being seen in chicago i wonder is it traveling is there more than one is did it just move like is there sightings in both places now like Hmm. Like, like, are they? Being Tom, I don't even think I've seen the movie. I, I haven't either. So, like, I really feel like I want to watch it. Yeah, I know what I'm doing tonight. Yeah, right. Um, I'll have to like figure out where it is. Did you know that your your friend had said that there's a, a portal to hell? Correct. He I, he phrased it somewhat like that. He was like, "There's some strange stuff going around Lake Michigan," and he said he's like. UFO, like there's strange UFO things there. He thinks there's like the devil or demons. Like he's like, I would not be surprised if Mothman was sighted here because of all the weird stuff that has gone on in that area. Why did someone else like? Did you? There's there's one here in Connecticut. Oh, I did know that. Um, I saw something on another show. That talked about that in Connecticut. I'm um, actually uh, the movie I'm writing right now is based on it. Wait, that's not the one that's mm-hmm. um, Dudley Town. Okay, so this is a different one that I heard about in Connecticut, but I I don't think it's Union Cemetery. I because I know that's where like the whole haunting in Connecticut thing happened. But the, I do remember a portal to hell. I just remember being kind of eerie. Like, I love these kind of shows, but I remember being, like, eerily freaked out by this one thing. Obviously, it was in Connecticut, and so, like, you're, you know, you're, you're more drawn to things in your own state. But the way they, like, portrayed this creature, in which they assume is maybe the devil, really was kind of freaky. But, yeah. Um... That's all I really have on the Mothman. Um, but Kamala Harris wants to legalize prostitution. It's mm, a little weird. Oh, I the other thing I was going to mention about Mothman was that um, a person in 2002, I believe, captured... Oh, I have this stupid ad covering it. What he thinks are photos of Mothman, and I don't think we can share it. But if you can see, is it that, a video or is it a photo? If it's a photo, he snapped you can, pictures. Yeah, but it's in a video. Like um, they, they yeah, put it together I, in a video, but it looks like. So, like, if you look at it, it looks like a bird, but no bird has feet like that. Like, I know you can't see it that way, but it's creepy. 
Hmm. And that was, again, I think in... Yep, Point Pleasant. And that was in 2002. No, 2002 was when that film came out. Where did that article come out? 2016. 2016. Yeah, Tom, the same, yeah, I mean... This is true. But Bigfoot, like, do we know if... Do we think Bigfoot, like, we see sightings of Bigfoot in, like, a whole bunch of different areas, like Alaska or Florida or... We've only heard of Mothman in one, now two areas. So that, I wonder... I don't know. Like, I wonder if there's, like, a family of Bigfoot. Big feet. Big feet. Big feet. (laughs) Yeah, right? But, I don't know. I'm curious. We have to do some more, like, research on this thing. But, yeah. So, the movie is called Mothman Prophecies. Yes. It's it's literally the same title as the book. Um, Yeah, that's all I have on Mothman. I can't share the video that has the pictures, but it does look like... Well, we can attach that to the the show so that they can see the picture. Yes, Um, yes, we can. Are there any actual, like, still pictures? Well, um, in this article, they are still photos. Like, if I tilt the screen, I don't know if you can see it or not. If you look over here, that's the still. It's just a video of still pictures. Hmm. So, it's kind of a creepy thing. If I saw it, I would probably die of fright. Right then and there, I'd be like, oh, well, this is how I go. This is how it happens. Well, I mean, honestly, I I kind of, I won't disregard anything, if that makes sense. What do you mean? I've, I've seen a lot of stuff. And could these people be seeing what they're thinking they're seeing? It, it could very well be, you know, unless like if I was to go and investigate it and it turns out to be a uh, um, turkey vulture, they don't stand seven feet tall. But, right, right. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, are we um, seeing this new creature uh, like a prehistoric like uh, what is it? Nessie? Loch Ness, Mon- Loch Ness monster. Loch Ness monster. Like, is it really? That's something else I think of when it comes about that. Chupacabra. I think we talk about We talk about the Chupacabra. Yeah, I mean, this Mothman does fall under the um, the episode we did of uh, urban legends and stuff like that. Um, the only reason why this just came up is because this was just such a recent spotting uh, about a month ago in Chicago. So, I mean, I'm sure there's recent spottings of the other ones, too, but I just I didn't hear about it. Um, but if you follow, uh, what's the page called for your, for the, is it just Arrowhead Paranormal? Arrowhead Paranormal. If you follow them, they post some very interesting articles and this was just one of them that they shared. And, um, if you believe in that type of stuff, I, I kind of believe in that stuff. Again, it's more like, I'll believe it more when I see it for myself. 
and the experience that I had at the Leffingwell Museum definitely put the whole spirit and ghost thing right into perspective for me. So again, if I saw Mothman, I'd probably die, but then I would know it was real. <laughs> the uh, the Chupacabra is a. I guess, for lack of better words, a blood-sucking animal type thing. And um, it, it was said to attack and drink the bloods of livestock and goats and attack humans. And there was actually... Um, what's that show? Tasmanian Cajun Devil. Justice. Oh. oh, yeah, yeah, we talked about Cajun that. Cajun Justice. Where if you watch the the Chupacabra episode, um, I'm thinking it was a giant alligator or something. But whatever this guy saw and made the path into the uh, through the 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 swamp, and uh, then killed the cow up the road a bit. You could see that they were kind of, kind of starting to think it might be right, um, but it basically looks like a small bear with rows of spines reaching from the neck. Um, the creature from Jeepers Creepers. How was that? Wasn't based off anything, was it? Sorry, I just got no. By but that the, con- the the that. creature from Jeepers Creepers is uh, it sounds a lot like the Mothman got the wingspan and I guess you know I mean it could be based loosely on that yeah probably but are we getting into fiction Tom I, that's, hmm. that's the question that is the question <laughs> uh, the chupacabra was basically Mexico and um, like Puerto Rico and then made its way into uh, down Louisiana way. Isn't it like devil dog or something? Is that what like it translates to? Or they think it's like a, a form of the devil? Or doesn't it somehow no. relate to the devil? No. No? Hmm. Not, not to my... I mean, maybe. Um, but uh, Chupa means to suck mm. and then um, macabras is actually goat oh so well yep. the jersey devil now isn't that sort of the same thing no no maybe the, maybe this is what I'm mixing up here the the jersey devil which they actually named a hockey team after it's pretty funny. Sounds, Sounds like, like a, a great name for a hot dog. What, yeah. the, the chupacabra? <laughs> they both do. <laughs> which what? Which ones? The uh, For uh, the Jersey Devil or Chupacabra. They both sound like a good name Man, for a hot I dog. Get, can I get a Jersey Devil and give me one of them there uh, chupacabras? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'll take one of each. Um, so the the Jersey Devil is supposed to be out 
in, in like the woodsy part. Maybe that's I what guess, I'm thinking of of Jersey. Yeah, and it's kind of it's like a kangaroo type thing. Just it's weird looking like a it, it's got like the head of a dog, the face of a horse, the wings of a bat, and horns and a tail. Sounds like something the devil would create. <laughs> To well, be that, honest with you. Yeah, that one's supposed to be... Um, it's supposed to be a devil or a demon. Mm. And <laughs> what gets me is whether you're very religious or not, if, if you believe in good... You have to believe in evil. One cannot exist right. without, without the other one. Right. You know, if you believe in God, you have to believe in the devil. And it, it goes way back. If you go and watch some of the interviews with Ed Warren, um, watch some of the actual um, exorcisms that were done, you'll, you'll be a believer. You'll definitely be a believer. They are definitely, call them whatever you want, but there's definitely some type of demons out there. How many, um, I know this is so off topic, how many kids did the Warrens have? One. And it's the son, right? No. Daughter. Judy. 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 Does she have the gifts that her parents had? Well, at least her mom. Her mom was the one with the gift. Um... She doesn't make it public if she does. Um, she's basically out of the public eye. Right. Uh, and her, I can understand her husband, that. Tony, when, um, when um, Ed and Lorraine died, Tony took over the group. And uh, he just did a did a whole thing on uh, the people he's got in his group, and the investigators he has on 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 Nespar are absolutely amazing. Because um, I know people studied under them, mm-hmm. and Me? but that gift isn't just something. Like yes, I think if you have the gift, you the can gift learn is, yeah, the, the gift. The but, gift is something you're born with, right? It, so you, that's yeah. what I was kind of getting at. Mm-hmm. Um, you would think that would be something passed on. Like Snow. Snow Bruno's amazing. Right. right. Absolutely amazing. I want her to come on the show and, like, give people readings. Well, so, like, no, I mean, like, in a, so that, like, people can actually, like, see it for themselves, you know? Mm-hmm. I'd love to get her. We can, uh, we can definitely reach out to her and ask. And um, we could do that. I wonder, maybe that's something we could, uh, um, with our with our stuff coming up in December. Maybe that could be one of the prizes. Oh yeah! Before, before thank you, we thank forget. you, thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> nice segue. The first three weeks of December. My favorite time of year. We will do our giveaways. Yes. We'll, we'll do our uh, trivia game. And uh, the winner will have a first place and a second place. And uh, it'll be the first three weeks. And the winner of each week, right? Yep. Each week will be a a separate winner. So 
brush up on your trivia. It could be Disney. It could be it could be anything. So we will have the trivia contest on the first three weeks, and uh, that way we can get you your prizes before Christmas. Mm-hmm. And then on the twenty second, we'll have a uh, a Krampus show. I think that should be our other themed uh, one where we bring in uh, holiday food and drinks and really, you know, any excuse really? to eat. Really. Yes, no? You can. Uh, all right. I can't. I'll make, I'll make my... Uh, wait, what do you mean you can't? I can't. I'm on that program. Uh, Remember, I'm already down 20 right. pounds. Okay, here's the thing. Here's the thing, though. You can definitely get a break or taste yourself. Like, like, like you could taste something. You don't have to eat a whole plate. You can have a little nibble. I make Nanaimo bars. What? Nanaimo bars. It's a Canadian. Nanaimo. Nanaimo, yep. And it's a Canadian, like, cookie. It's not a cookie. It's, like, kind of like a brownie. Tom. Tom's going to bake a cheesecake. There you go. I love cheesecakes. I can't eat cheesecakes, though. Oh. Well, anyways. Thanksgiving's going to suck. Yeah, but, like, you, you take a little break, and you portion it out, and you can still, you can still enjoy some. Yeah. Give yourself a break. Twenty pounds—that's that's a nice little chunk. There'll probably be more by the time that happens, and then you can treat yourself. Randy, I haven't had a donut in probably. God, I can't remember the last time I had a donut. Now, if somebody told me I had to cut out coffee, forget it. Right? Oh forget my god, it. forget it. Not happening. No, that's the only thing. Well, so I- you know what? That's I might do that on Thanksgiving. Just little portion of. Yeah. I mean, turkey's good. Yeah, because you eat the protein and the vegetables. You know, just you dabble maybe in a little slice of pie. Like, you're fine. I don't know. I'm doing so good. I don't know if I want to. Yeah, who knows? By then, you might just be like, ugh, food. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care as long as football is good that day. Hopefully we get some good games. Randy's Green Bay is doing good. One of your platters. What do you got on the platter? Are you, are you guys doing the regular turkey dinners for Thanksgiving? <clears throat> Randy making me hungry all the time. Just have one plate. Fill it up. <laughs> Tom said it. Heads would roll if I had to cut out coffee. Yeah. Oh, my God. I don't see how, like, pregnant people do it. Like, when I become... When I have kids, I... I don't know how that but will. What? You, they they say that you can't really drink coffee when you're pregnant. I would go insane. I've never seen a pregnant person not drink coffee. I don't know. Well, I mean, like maybe it's just like maybe they say like Sarah with the amount of coffee you drink. Yeah, I mean it's like to- <laughs> like my six large of these a day. I mean, maybe you know you wouldn't be able to do that, but well, I don't know how it would function. Yeah, I'm addicted to coffee. Decaf. Yeah, Randy said it. Decaf. You know what, uh, Randy? If we can tell her, we 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 could tell her that it's regular coffee, but it'd be decaf. And the only ones that would know what else, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think I would know. Uh, There's like a I like the taste is the same, mm-hmm. 
but the the high you get from the coffee it's not really a high but the little jolt of energy you get approximately 20 minutes after the coffee if it didn't hit me i'd be questioning it (laughs) randy did that with his kid's mom see nice so melissa randy me hope (laughs) randy you guys are uh you guys are open on thanksgiving and having the thanksgiving dinner at lanzo And I'll find out if she sees this. (laughs) So, you know, after telling everybody that the Department of Public Health is going to be, I don't want to say undercover, but watching things in the casino. I mean, do they have, they don't really have jurisdiction, do they? Mm -hmm. In the casino? If you're not owned by the tribe. Okay. Okay. They have jurisdiction. Okay. As comics. Mm. Closed for a week and fined. Good. People, I mean, I'm glad that the state's doing something because they haven't been sending out signs, which are fines, and they haven't been, like, reprimanding anybody, really. And so people are just like, well, whatever, we'll do what we want since they're not, you know, doing anything. And I'm glad to see them finally doing something about it. See, with comics, you got the the whole open area right there. So if they walk by, they can see, all right, you know, maybe they're not that stupid to where they'll blatantly do it out in front there. But now you go to the showroom. Showroom, everything was off the, the table. No masks, no nothing. So they went and they bought a ticket to the show. And I know this because I know the person that did it. Mm. And they went in the showroom and that was it. Boom, lights on, you're closed, bye-bye. Silly. Well, I mean... Yeah, Tom, the casino's owned by the tribe, but there's a lot of restaurants and other things in the casino that are not owned by the tribe. They're not owned, they just pay the rent of the the space, right? So they're not technically... Which is why it always confused me, but obviously it makes sense now... Certain employees could gamble there and certain employees couldn't. I'm like, wait, why do you get to gamble there when I know, like, so-and-so can't gamble? And they're like, well, because we don't actually, like, we're not employed by the casino. Tom, they absolutely need a liquor license. Mm-hmm. If they are not owned by the Mohegan tribe, they have to follow everything state of Connecticut-wise. Yeah. And you just heard it here. If you're looking for a place to go, you don't feel like cooking your Thanksgiving dinner, head on over to Lansdowne. Randy will be making some Thanksgiving dinners over there. All right. And you, you, you can't beat the price for what you get. I'm dying for some chicken wings from Lansdowne. <laughs> I, I really miss them. And uh, my favorite was the breakfast burger. I want I want a, a freaking breakfast burger so bad. What's on that? Because that breakfast on, is it just like a burger with an egg and bacon and it's like sauce it's a burger, uh, two eggs, cheese, and bacon, and it is the bomb. It is amazing. Well, what? Wow. Okay. Dude, our show just flew by. 
They didn't even do a beer run. No, but you know what? <laughs> I was sitting in my car before coming in here. I had a beer run last night, and I'm just a little under the weather today with a migraine and just out of it and the fog that comes with the migraine i completely don't even know what my beer run was gonna be but i mean i kind of already did one about inconsiderate people yeah I'm, yeah that's probably what it was boardwalk a hundred percent wasn't what it was but sure b-double-a-double-r-u-m beer run b-double-a-double-r-u-m beer run all you need is a 10 and a fiber car and a key and a sober driver b-double-a-double-r-u-m beer run there it is yeah, at least you got your theme song. Got it. We should. I really need to like come up with an animation with that, like me and like little like. We can. I'm... No, I know. I feel like it should just be like my head, like, just like on a stick figure in a car, with <laughs> keys, just like. <laughs> you guys all pictured that too. Tom, right? if if you like the Bobby's Burger <laughs> breakfast burger, go to Lansdowne. Try theirs. You will not be disappointed. You know what? Oh, my God. Titties and beer. Titties and beer. I thank God almighty for titties and great big titties. You should get Bobby's Burger, Bobby's Breakfast Burger, and Lansdowne Breakfast Burger, and I'll be the test taster. You You can literally blindfold me. I'll taste both of them, and I'll tell you which one is superior. I mean, this is just, this is just, you know, for my... And I'll let I'll let all of you know. She will. It's really just because I want this breakfast burger. <laughs> Rand, Randy's like Randy likes Bobby's breakfast burger too. <laughs> it's good, but I definitely like Lansdowne's better. They used to the Lansdowne burger used to be my favorite, and then they get rid of it. Mm. And that was uh, why that would was, they get that, rid of a Lansdowne burger if it's the Lansdowne pub? The the Lansdowne burger was a Reuben on a burger. And why would they get rid of something that's named after their own restaurant? I don't know. The difference is one is charbroiled and one is on a flat top. Mm. Well, I would like to taste that difference. (laughs) (laughs) Get in my belly. There you go. Well, our time is running down. I would like to wish all the veterans out there. A very happy Veterans Day tomorrow. Yes. And again, happy birthday, United States Marine Corps, Semper Fi. Um, Didn't realize how many friends I had that were actually in the Marine Corps. And uh, hats off to you guys and to all our veterans. um, From us to you, thank you. Thank you. And, uh, yeah, so until... Next week? What are we going to do three weeks from now? Until next week. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> if you guys have anything you want to talk about, drop us a line. Let us know. I'm still trying to get Randy to come in for a show. So Bring food. Hopefully soon. Yeah. He doesn't have to bring food. No, definitely doesn't. <laughs> so until next week, guys. Peace out. Be good. Have a good one.